Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, and I'm joined today by Diogo Noguera to talk about Primal Quest. What's Primal Quest? Hey, well, Primal Quest is, is a new system that I'm developing for weird stone and sorcery games. So it's like a classic uh, sword and sorcery adventure, like from Conan and Farfather Grimauser and Eric and Tongor and all other this kind of characters, but setting in a myth, mythical Stone Age setting that has a little bit of weird fantasy and pulp. So we would have cave people, dinosaurs, uh, megafauna, megaflora, but we also have aliens and robots from the past. And the time is cyclical. So the future is the past and the past is the present. And the present will either be the future of the past or something. And all of these weird things that I like to, to put in games and the setting will be connected to the setting of my other games too. So you'll, you'll see citations from stuff that appears in Silver Blades and in Dark Streets and all, all of my other games. And Primal Quest is the system that I made to run this, which is a new OSR system. So it has, it's made to play like a OSR game. So it, it fits perfectly in the Matt Finch's quick uh, guides to old school role playing and principal apocrypha. But it draws also from, from modern games like Fate, like Cortex, and, and other stuff, you know. So it's a minimum game. It was only, only the six. You don't have classes. You don't have levels. Uh, and with one roll, you, you get uh, information from if you succeed or fail, how well you did, and if you had any other uh, consequence besides success or fail, too. Like, you can succeed, but break your weapon, or you can fail, but unbalance your penalty or anything like that. Now, you're also putting out something called the primal world of Taya? Yes, that's right. What uh, is the that? Primal, yeah, the primal world of Taya uh, is my way to develop the game without having to spend years like putting together this massive tome of a new game. So Primal Quest will come out as a free PDF, like a, about a 20-page or 24-page uh, A6, if I'm not mistaken, PDF. Gontijo is doing the, the layout. And you have all the rooms you need to play, a mini hex crawl, and some links so you can download fonts and some additional reading about uh, inspirations and... and and the old school style of gameplay and soundtracks and things like that. And the promote of Taya will be a zine that I will publish regularly. Uh, initially, I plan on four issues a year. And I will develop the game through there, uh, developing the setting, uh, creating adventures, monsters, treasure, anything like that, like random tables. And both for Primal Quest and Old School Essentials. So I will release the, the Primal Quest system alone. And the Zine will support that and Old School Essentials. So if you play Old School Essentials, like a classic BX style of game, you can get the Zine and play Weird Stone and Sorcery adventures with your classic uh, rule sets, your OSR rule set of choice. That's awesome. I, 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 I really appreciate that. That's going to be cool because I think that a lot of people will be interested in using that for their OSE and as well with Primal Quest. I think it's a great approach. So... I like to roll random tables on the show. 
and you said there might be a table of the couple of tables we might be able to check out and, and get an idea of what's in there. Is that correct? Yes, yes. We have some random tables I'm developing for, for the first issue of the zine, you know, and we can roll down, we can regenerate uh, an automaton, which is the idea is the, the tile, which is the world is visited by, they had ancient civilizations, as I said, like the future could be the past, so they could have robots, but we have visitors from other planets, planes, dimensions, and then sometimes they leave behind they are automatons, they are creations that they, they have created for many roles and made with many materials. So basically, it's like a D12 table with six uh, columns. One that will define the material from which the automaton was made, the shape uh, it was made in, like what was its creator. So you can imagine what influence uh, the creator had and how it was designed and how it acted or something like that. Uh, the role for which it was created, created for it can be a guardian, it could be an entertainer, it could have been made to, to be a lover, I don't know. <laughs> we can roll a malfunction too to see what's wrong with it because it's, it's old, it's been there for a long time, so it's not like a brand new robot, you know? Yeah. And we roll for, for like a special, like a power test or something it can do. So... Where do we start? Take me through this. I got you said it's a D12 table, correct? Yeah, we can roll a D12 and, and read across so you get a material shape greater role, malfunction, and special. Or we could roll like six D12s and just combine the results to create like a weird amalgam of, of a weird automaton. Well, let's I, I let's yeah, let's do six D12. That sounds really interesting. It could be crazy. <laughs> We're doing one okay. at a time. Yeah, right, here's the first one. I rolled a one. Okay, so it's an automaton in the material it was used to create it. It was ash. Ash. Ooh, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. Now I rolled a three. Okay, so it defines the shape of the automaton, and the shape is like the shape of an animal. Oh, so cool. We don't have to decide which animal yet. We can roll like the other tables and, and just think about them, what it would be. So like uh, ash. Uh, shaped animal that was created for by something. Let's roll. What was its creator? Who was the creator? Number five. Five, it's, it's what created by an immortal artist. So maybe there's this entity in the world that's kind of immortal and just creates art for, I don't know, let's, let's whine. He's, he's an, an animal fan. He likes, he has a lot of pets. Yeah. So he has to make a, he took the ash to make his animal. Uh, I rolled an eight. Eight. Uh, recreated this this animal, the ash-shaped animal construct for, uh, you rolled an eight, right? Yes. Yeah, it, it's, it built it to be a researcher. So, made, so this animal made of ash just researched oh. something. You, you know, know, you know, I'm thinking like, like, like something like a, like a bird or an eagle or something that could scout out ahead would be a kind of a researcher who could help the party yeah. check out things. Yeah, absolutely. So what's the next one we're rolling on? Malfunction. Malfunction. I rolled another one. Another one. <laughs> the, the creature, the, the automaton now sees everything as a threat. That's, that's its malfunction. Uh-oh. Like the character they will see as a threat, maybe they have to work something out to, to make it see them as, as a possible ally or something. Uh, we could put it in an adventure and maybe they have to find some item that this is more immortal artist had 
that the, maybe the constructs could uh, identify them as, as an ally. I don't know. You know, that's the kind of stuff to just regenerate and then just yeah. try to tie it yeah. together. And you gotta, you just gotta work through it. And I think that's where the interesting stuff starts coming out when you're rolling up stuff like this. When you have to yeah. kind of think about, like, well, how does this work in the game? You know, and that's yeah. where it gets cool. We got how many more? We have one or two. One more. more. One like more. The, the, the power. Yeah. The power. A five. A five. Uh, it has living flames inside it. So, oh. it, yeah, it can use to maybe breathe fire or put things on fire. Yeah. It sees everything as a threat and it breathes fire. That's very appropriate for the ash, too. That is yeah. cool. I like how that works out. That's very unique. It's, that's a fun That's a fun creation you, that you came up with at that table. Is there another table we could look at you talked about? Yeah, we have uh, random tables to generate a character name uh, for the people of the Vale, you know, like uh, prehistoric sounding names. We have a table to see what's stuck inside the Dino's gullet. So maybe you find a Dino has something st stuck in their, in, their, in their throat or something. And we have a table for trinkets of the ancients, and things they can, they can find. Like they're, they're probably, Essentially, they're mundane items for, from our time or, or in the future or in the past, but describe it in a way that's, that looks something strange for cave people. And rubber random table for, for the weather in, in Taya, like in this region, this neutral region they, they are in. So where do we start? <laughs> well, let's roll on like, like a trinket of the ancients. All right. See, like that... they find something in this in this in a forest, like buried under a tree. So roll on the 12, too. All right. D12. I rolled another one. <laughs> okay. It's a shiny square object that, when opened, produces a small flame after a clicking sound. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's like that's like a, a Zippo lighter, you know? Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. It took me a <laughs> second. I wish I should... I like that. It's funny. I wouldn't tell the players. I'd let them, like, like they still. Yeah, I wouldn't tell too. I didn't that's, catch that's it just, at first. Just my rationale before when I wrote this thing, you know. Yeah, interesting, unique ways to describe things that, that should be familiar to us, but aren't going to be familiar to the characters who aren't from our society. I like that. That's neat. What's the next one we're going to look at? Uh, we can roll another one or can see yeah. what's stuck inside Adino's gunnet. I would like to or... check out another one more of the artifacts because okay. that, that's pretty neat. Let's see if I can figure it out. I rolled a 12. Oh, 12. A small, shiny, and cylindrical object with small protrusions, which, when pressed, makes the roll object vibrate in a varying, in varying intensities. Um. I know what that sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, it's exactly what it sounds like. Oh, well, and the next random chart. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is some, some fun stuff that here and there. Fun. That's I, I great. There. Yeah. That's great. That's funny. Um, now, let's check out a name. Would the name okay. be appropriate for the automaton we created? <laughs> well, um, maybe, but the name is, is for, like, for the people of the Vale, for like the, the people, people that live at this time at the game. So it's like for the for the characters probably. So since the autonomous was created by like a mortal artist, that's not really part of the like the Ooh. 
the PCs people, the problem could have like a more elaborate name because that more artists can be alive for a long time and their language could have evolved different, but we, we probably could mix up some things and then break may, something. And even the art may, might even try to figure out what the artist's name was too. That that, that one might yeah. be fun. Who is the artist that created the 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 ash the the fire ash um paranoid I think I just I think I said it was a bird, but I don't think we determined that hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we we can we can do that, you know. All right, am I rolling a twelve sided die again, or are we going for a different number here? Uh, for the name, yes, it's like the D sixty six dice. So oh, two okay. D6, All right, and you can roll like two or three times for you have like a first and, and last part of the name, or just a first, second, and third part. You know. Let's go for three. I'm going to roll okay. a 66. I got a 44. So 44 begins with VAD. VAD? Yeah. 34. VAD PIB. VAD what? VAD PIB. PIB. VAD it's like P-I-B. BIB. VAD BIB. Yeah. And then I got a 35. VAD PIB. QUA. VAD BIB. QUA. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 sounds like a uh, a Stone Age uh, Stone Age character. I appreciate it. That's pretty. Yeah, cool. you you can change around and just remove some part. Maybe like Vodka would be something, or just you know, it's 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 a table for inspiration. You don't have like to follow everything that that you wrote, but it's something that can uh, you can use to inspire you, and maybe use this part or that part. Like we in the Thursday we played a game and. Like more than half of the players missed the session, so we played something else. Like in the same setting, the same campaign, their characters are doing something else, like in the north, and they created new characters and started doing something else in the south of the hex map. And I wrote the name like Okuma, which would be it's like a character that was from their tribe, but uh, because of some uh, diplomacy issue, went to live with the winged people, like the bird people. Oh, and cool. it's now like uh, uh, this woman flies with like a, a glider, you know, with the winged people. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I really appreciate this. That's pretty cool. I'm really looking forward to it. So when will when is everything going to be out? Like like the zine, when is that going to come out, start yeah. coming out? And when is the, the game is going to be available and all that? Yeah. The idea was releasing the PDF uh, this month before the August 31st. So I could send it to uh, the Ennis too, but Gontijo, who is doing the, the layout, uh, had a problem with his computer and he, we, he hasn't been able to work for like a week or so. And so I don't know if it will be ready to be released this month, but that's the intention. It's already everything written, it's illustrated, it's edited. The Primal Quest, the zine is going to be released Probably in the end of June, uh, we have most of the stuff written, but I have to, you know, play test things a little bit more and do some adjustments. The art is being done. We have a uh, uh, cover artist, cover art being done. Some of the stuff is edited. Some of the stuff is still needed editing, and we are sorting things out for, for this. So where will we be able to get this and pick it up when it's coming out? Where should we be looking to? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, the PDF will be in all the uh, usual available places on each, on Drive-Thru RPG, and 
when and the thing is out, you will be able to purchase it at the Zouted Funeral in print format and possibly other stores too, because they're they're Zouted Funeral starting to distribute this, their stuff to friendly local stores and ordering the stores. And excellent, excellent. Well, real quick before we go, just we know where to pick it up. Could you tell the listeners where they can find you online and where they should check you out uh, just in general? And uh, we'll wrap it up from there. Well, they can find me at my my website, oldschool.publishing.com. Uh, there you'll find uh, all my games and my blog is there. You can find previews of the stuff I'm making. Uh, you can find me at Twitter at Diogo underline old school. It's not it's not like school where you go to study. It's like school the 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 bones inside your head. So old school. Uh, I'm there on Twitter uh, and on Instagram with the same uh, name Diogo underline old school. And on Facebook you can look for old school publishing or Diogo Nogueira. But Diogo Nogueira might find uh, other people. So old school publishing is the safest bet. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on. It's been great having you on again. I'm excited to check this out. I- I'm looking forward to it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, doubt. I forgot. I have on. a I have a Reddit community now. So if you want to join, we have a Reddit community and we post previews. It's, it's very healthy. People talk and, and doesn't have all this these moderations that other Reddit communities has. So if you're producing something for the game or for some other things from school publishing, just talk there. And, and, and my intention is to highlight stuff from the community that uses this stuff. And Primal Quest will have like an open system and the idea is to have like an open setting too. Uh, just like Mark Bork, you could produce stuff from, from place in the setting and do like jams, like a Primal Jam or something like that. So stay tuned. And hopefully the community adopts the game and, and make it their own too. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. We're definitely going to have you on again if you're if you're willing to come back on. Yeah. <laughs> if sure. you enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at LogarHailCrom. We have a Patreon. We can really use the support. Uh, Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling.